Episode 7, New Beginnings. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to the final podcast of the summer. So this is it. This is the last podcast of this summer and you've made it. Um, And while I hope you did thrive through the summer and didn't just survive, every new beginning as we kind of step into this new year, school year at least, um, this new year of September, it's also approaching the new Jewish year. It's really an opportunity to evaluate, um, to reflect, and to identify what is working in your life, what isn't working, um, and to tweak anything that needs to be changed and improved. So I think that it's just a great opportunity to look back and see what are, what are some of the things that I did really well over the summer that I want to carry with me into the beginning of the school year, What are some things that I want to just leave right where they are because they weren't as successful and be able to just modify accordingly in terms of creating a new schedule for the new year? Um, New beginnings are also an opportunity to make sure that your day-to-day is aligned with your top goals, your top priorities, and your values. Um, But we're going to address that in depth uh, in a future episode. Um, closer to the high holidays. But I want to focus in this podcast on scheduling for success Uh, because now September is about to start um, and we're kind of creating a fresh schedule for the new year. And for some of you, it may look similar to last year. For others, it may look different. Our kids all have different extracurricular activities. Um, Their school schedules are different. Maybe your work schedule is different. But it's really important to schedule for success because success doesn't just happen. It happens when we schedule, when we think in advance. Um, And I think the question to ask yourself is, if you start off the week with a list of all the things that you need to accomplish, which most of us do, what's the feeling that comes up for you as you fill up the paper? Right? So you're listing all the things I need to do this, make this appointment, take this kid here, do this for myself, et cetera, et cetera. And if I ask myself this question, um, I think for me, the feeling that comes up is overwhelm. I just feel like there are so many things to get done. There's not enough time in the week. These are the thoughts that are kind of going through my head. Um, and I'm kind of just putting out fires and doing what has to be done urgently, paying this bill or, or doing this for this kid, but not really completing most of the things on my list. And what's really missing when this happens is that feeling of accomplishment. Because when you're just kind of putting out fires and, and just feeling overwhelmed all the time and just doing the things that have to get done for that specific day, you never really look back at the end of the day and you're like, wow. I accomplished so much. It doesn't feel good. It just kind of feels like, okay, I did the minimum that I had to do so that everything could get done. um, And and now I can get through to the next day and then put out all those fires. Um, So 
I think that this is really a common struggle um, and it's a result of a lack of intentional planning. So we're being responsive to things as they come up as opposed to intentionally planning our week and ensuring that the things that are really important to us are actually happening, right? So the days that are going by without planning are not really leading to that intentional, purposeful life that we want to have. And that's where we kind of feel like we're losing control. It's like we're responding to what's happening, but we're not getting to the things that we want to intentionally plan. And that's where kind of the frustration and the gap is created between what we want and what we have. So what I want to offer is trying to plan our time and seeing the impact of that, okay? And I wanna basically offer the process of planning your week. So I want you to try this for the first week of September. I want you to first write down all the things that you want to accomplish for the week, okay? Like essentially your to-do list. And as you're going, you're like, what else do I have to do? What else do I have to do? I have to make this appointment. I have to take this kid here. I have to buy books. I have to buy pencils. I have to, right? Like really getting it all down and just putting it all down. Secondly, I want you to open up your calendar and I want you to block out time for yourself, okay? Your downtime, your coffee with a friend, your reading, anything else that is all about you. Okay, so first you have your list, but then you schedule in you first. Why is this important? This is important because you do come first. And we talked about self-care in the previous podcast. Prioritizing you enables you to show up for everybody else in your life, including yourself, in the most powerful way. So that is what you are scheduling first. And by doing that, you are sending a very clear message to yourself that you are not bumped to the bottom of your priority list. You are, in fact, at the top of your priority list. And that is why you are scheduling you in first. Okay? After you schedule in your downtime, I want you to plug in any appointments or commitments that you have. And this includes work, any other doctor appointments, scheduled appointments. That comes in next. After that, I want you to take that to-do list and plug in those activities or tasks for the week. Now, you may notice that you don't have time to do them all, and that's okay because that's a great opportunity to prioritize what needs to get done this week and what can wait till next week. So some of those things you're going to cross off as you schedule them into your calendar, Other things are going to remain on your list and they will be saved for the following week. And this is a great exercise for you to understand what just feels urgent but actually doesn't need to get done this week and what are the things that are a must in terms of getting down. Those are the things that need to be prioritized and scheduled into your calendar. And the final step here is sticking to the commitment that you made to yourself and honoring it looking at your calendar every day and being able to respect and honor, these are the commitments that I made to myself. These are the things that I committed to doing today. My husband and I sit down every Saturday night and we review our joint calendars and our personal calendars to see 
where there are things that we both need to do, where who's going to this meeting, who's going to that meeting, when are we doing the shopping, who are we inviting for Shabbat, um, and that's really helpful for our communication to just get on the same page. We also have a calendar where we put certain things in the calendar that are joint events that we both need to know about. Anything that's specific to my work or his work, we only see individually. But it's a great way to communicate clearly about each other's schedules. But committing to your calendar is going to be essential. So even when you see things on your schedule that you're not super excited to do, it's still going to be important to remind yourself this is something that I committed to. And I am the kind of person who sticks to their commitments. Scheduling in your life in a realistic way is absolutely transformational. Now, I want to reiterate the realistic way. You do not want to be scheduling in your calendar minute to minute. You want to give yourself downtime. You want to give yourself travel time. You want to give yourself room for error because things come up and things happen. Not every day is going to go exactly according to plan, but at least you'll know what you should be doing at any given moment. And it won't leave yourself to questioning, well, now I have these 30 minutes, what should I do? When you're enjoying your time that you set aside for yourself, you will be 100% enjoying your time because there is nothing else that you should be doing. When you are working, you will be working because that is what you committed to do. You will know what to do at each time. Taking this a step further, when I designate my work time, I also specify what I will be doing during that work time so that when I sit down to work, it's not, well, should I contact my clients or should I record a podcast or should I post on social media? No, I have very specific guidelines in terms of what I do. Today, I wanted to record podcasts. That's it. I sat down, I got it done. We don't realize how much energy we waste when we're unsure about what to do and we just have this long laundry list of things that we need to get done. Should I call the accountant? Should I do laundry? Should I wash the floor? The more time you can spend ahead of time thinking about what to do in each time slot, the easier it will be for you to execute and not waste time deliberating about what to do. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just take action. It doesn't matter if I record podcasts today or tomorrow, but what does matter if I sit here for 45 minutes debating what's the best use of my time. So this is a gift that I'm offering to you, okay? It's a tool that I learned in my coach training, and I encourage you to try it and make it work for you. Thinking intentionally, ahead of time, planning in advance, scheduling for success, will change your life. Try it and let me know. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit nechamaweisercoaching.com for details.